Good afternoon and welcome to our podcast. Today we're going to be talking about inclusive libraries. Inclusion is the ultimate goal of most special education teachers. Some teachers fear inclusion because they're unsure about how to manage the needs of a student with special needs. When you look at the numbers, people with disabilities make up the largest minority group in the world. This fact alone should motivate librarians to find ways to make the library an inviting environment for patrons with special needs. The difficulty comes in not knowing how to make it happen. In an article written in 2019 in Computers and Libraries, Jessamine West made a very powerful statement that hits to the heart of what we are trying to do with inclusion. Quote, accessibility means that every user has the ability to interact with your content, unquote. For the purpose of this podcast, we will examine the elementary school library and what can be done to create an environment that is welcoming and comforting for students with disabilities. We will look at inclusion and accessibility in five different areas, visual supports, sensory input, adapted materials, communication support, and fidgets. Visual supports. Students with special needs typically need more visual support to follow along. Visual supports actually help support many elementary learners, and it's relatively simple to accomplish. When classes come into the library, providing a visual schedule that lets the students know what will happen while they're there will help reduce anxiety and provide for smoother transitions. Having a set of laminated icons or images to represent the different things you do in the library is where you would begin. You can use photographs you have taken or ask for support from the special education teacher. For use with an entire class, larger images work best, about four to six inches square. Laminate the cards and place them in sequential order. It's very simple. Providing visual supports during a story can also be helpful for many learners. This can be done through the use of puppets, flannel boards, or smart board activity. One thing that works well with students is to have a craft project that they complete sequentially as you read a story, sort of like an individual flannel board for students to complete. Sensory input. Many students become anxious when sensory input becomes too much for them. Creating a space that helps calm students can help. Providing soft items for students to manipulate or lay on is a good place to begin. Stuffed animals or pillows are typically popular. You can even sew bags of poly padlets into stuffed animals to create weighted animals. The combination of softness and weight can be very calming, especially for students on the autism spectrum. Wiggle seats or dynamic cushions are also helpful in providing sensory input to help students stay seated during story time. These are small discs that have textures on both sides. They're typically plastic or rubbery. They're partially filled with air and they're about 10 or 12 inches in diameter. You can actually wiggle your body around without moving and getting up from your seat. It is frequently advised to dim the lights in the library to help reduce reactions to fluorescent lighting. This unfortunately isn't often possible because of the way that it's set up. If your library has windows, try turning the lights off and using natural light. Using lamps as an alternative to overhead lighting also works. Fluorescent light covers are fire-retardant fabric pieces that attach with magnets over the rectangular fluorescent lights. These diffuse the light and make it more calming. Look for the light blue ones. 
Music is another way to help reduce anxiety in many students. Providing quiet acoustical music as students enter the library, work on a project, or check out books will help support a relaxed state within the students. Classical music is a great resource. Adapted materials. Ensuring that students have the appropriate materials when you ask them to participate in any type of project is also very important. Talk to the teachers to find out what types of things you might need to adapt. It's good practice to have a small variety of adapted scissors available, including loop scissors, spring scissors, and possibly a table push down scissors to ensure success. Another way to help reduce frustration when working with art projects is to provide writing implements that have a larger girth and are easier to hold on to, or at least have one flattened side so that they can't roll away from the students. There are so many good quality triangular shaped crayons, glue sticks, and markers on the market today, you should be able to find something that suits your needs. Talk to your district lead occupational therapist about your needs, and they may be able to provide some materials for you to have on hand for students. They may also provide a few slant boards, which makes it easier for students with low muscle tone to write. If you don't have access to slant boards, a three inch binder with a paper tape to it works just as well. They don't, they're not quite as heavy duty, but they work. Communication support. As you interact with students, you may come to realize that even some of your verbal students aren't able to communicate effectively and or stay on topic. Providing communication support can change the dynamic of your interactions with students. Core boards are becoming very popular outside of the special education classroom. This is a communication tool that looks like a thin spiral notebook. It has one large sheet with a communication icons on both sides and several smaller flip sheets with categories of words, such as colors, feelings, family, stuff like that. The words included on the boards are the ones that are considered to be the core of our language. You may be able to get one from your district's lead speech therapist. Ask your special education teacher if they would bring one along for those students who are using them within the classroom. When reading a story that has a repetitive line, such as brown bear, brown bear, what do you see? Using a voice output device is another technique that will help support students. Recordable talking buttons are now available from many vendors. The most widely known is called a Big Mac or a Big Red Switch. These devices allow you to record a short phrase that is spoken when the student pushes the button. It gives the students the power to participate, even if they cannot verbally say the lines. And fidgets. Fidgets are an easy way to help support student attention during a task. Every library should have a small basket of items that they can pull out for students who need them. A fidget can be anything that a student can manipulate without having to look at it. There are a plethora of options available and different students prefer different things. A beginning set would include two or three items from each of the following categories. Something that spins, something that's squishy, something that's soft or um, has fur like a small plush, something that makes a soft noise, something that provides resistance when you push on it, and something that vibrates or has a clicking feeling to it when you manipulate it. If you'd like to participate in training on how to make your library a more inclusive environment, 
go to projectenable.syr.edu. They have a free six-module training to help build your knowledge and skills. It's wonderful, it's free, it's simple to do. Thank you for joining us today. Have a nice evening. Oh, thank you.